Um, so did you, okay, so going back to like you working and stuff, did you date around then? Or like, when did you start, like you worked so much, I don't ever remember you like dating or like, um, I don't remember you dating or having a boyfriend, I feel like until Grady. Well, I did have a boyfriend before him. Um, we drifted apart a little bit around, like we randomly hung out, but I don't think we like yeah. knew each other's life like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so in 2015, uh, I got a military boyfriend, um, Brendan. I do remember that actually. Now that you say yeah. the name, so I remember, like, I finally posted a picture, and it was like back then it was like 400 likes on it, and I was like, "What, man? They must be really shocked right now that I have a boyfriend." <laughs> Okay, and I was like, and I can pull someone attractive. F all of you. But um, I dated him uh, for a very long time. Um, he was four years older than me. He was divorced. He had a kid. But they lived in a whole other state. And, I mean, he had met Jeremiah, but I count on my two hands how many times he had been around him like we actually reconnected a few months ago and just talked about so many things um you know he's what we're almost 29 so he's 34 yeah and um I like I I will say that he was probably like that first love type thing yeah um I was with him I went to nursing school at one point I didn't finish but when I was in the school like I would drive from nursing school and if Jeremiah was being watched by someone like in my family and they were able to I would go drive out to past Fort Campbell and he lived in a house and um so I would go stay there and go visit with him and do this like as much as I could and he deployed and I'm the asshole that dumped him while he was deployed but um like that's hard though pregnant. yeah yeah it is and he just was like he told me all the right things back then yeah and he wanted those but he looked at it as like we were so young and I got pregnant by him and that ended up falling apart and he like did you miscarry Mm-hmm. And he just, um, he didn't really care. Yeah. He didn't care in that moment. And that was a huge thing for me. And then he deployed, like, a month later. Yeah, that's... Um, so it was, like, it was very traumatic. I missed a week of nursing school, which is why I failed out. Because you can't miss. Yeah. And, um, that causes you automatic fill out. And that was, like, no excuse. Like, who cares what you're yeah. going through? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, so that was a real struggle and I pretty much like lost it and just really went a little crazy. And then he deployed, I was with him. He was in Afghanistan. Um, and that was in a time like where it was a little bit more like of stuff going on Yeah, and he had a job. I can't really talk about it because I know what he does now and it's very like, I know people say that, like, oh, I've been with someone in the military, and they do top secret stuff. Yeah, Shane's whatever. uncle is like that. Like, he can't tell you anything. Yeah. 
I know stuff now and um like everything added up and um I basically dumped him I was like you don't show emotion you don't acknowledge everything and he was deployed he came back nine months later and I already was hanging out with Grady a few weeks before he came back from deployment yeah Grady contacted me one day and I was like that's weird what the heck would Grady contact me for that I don't didn't hang out with him in school or anything so all right and I remember I was like okay and then Brendan came back from deployment and reached out to me so I had to meet up with him because he had a storage unit and I had the key and um you're like oh great yeah (laughs) he, he was in Clarksville and pretty much like he wanted to try and get back together and I mean for months slowly back and forth would reach out to me and would be like, I'll fly you to Virginia to come meet the family, meet my ex-wife. And, because he had only been a di- divorced for a year when we got together. Yeah. And um, he's like, you can meet my ex-wife. I already met his kid, like, years before. Yeah. And um, I just didn't do it. And I ended up being with Grady. And funny enough, when Grady and I separated, um, Brennan... And I, like, communicate with each other. He reached out, and we just, like, talked about a lot of things from back then. And we're friends and everything now. We don't communicate too much. But he apologized for a lot and was like, you know, we were so young. You had a kid. I had a kid. It was the first relationship after my marriage. You didn't – you were basically abandoned with a baby. Yeah. You wanted married life. He's like, I did want that, but I didn't. So that's the one relationship I really had. It was like right person, wrong time. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we also talked about that. We were like, dude. And honestly, Grady knows that after our separation and everything, like there's nothing. I'm sure he'll figure out that I'm on this and he'll probably listen. Like he knows that Brendan and I were in contact with each other because he knows that Brendan was like a real big love for me. Yeah. And um, I mean, like. We message each other every so often, and he's just basically, like, he said at one point, he's like, I never wanted you to feel like I'd leave you, lead you on or anything like that. But, I mean, just adult conversations that we could never have. Yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. And things. I mean, simple things like, there's, there's no way we would have been able to raise a baby. There's no way we would have been able to do this. I mean, I'm sure we could, but... Like, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And, yeah, we're just friends. So, I got with Grady in 2017, in February. Um, And he came back from deployment in March. Okay. And, like, I already told him, I was like, you know, no, I'm with someone. And I wasn't, but, like, <laughs> I was. Like, kind of hard to get, but... Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, I was at Grady's all the time. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I was obviously doing whatever. Who did I was he doing. date before you? He dated. Julie. That's right. Didn't they live in, like, a barn or something? Yeah, I moved into that. You moved into <laughs> the barn? Doing... So he didn't like that I was so, like, cool with Julie. Julie is so uh, nice. Oh, I love her. I buy her tables, her custom tables. Yeah. Like, me and her want to go on a day i've talked to her like we understand each other on certain things yeah and 
I, I don't know how it was in high school, but maybe you know certain things. But we both had been through a lot of the same things, and as much as he probably hates to admit it, and I know he has his own feelings on things on her and me, like, there is correlation in our stories, and we're two yeah. different people. Um, but I love her. Like, she is such a sweet, cool person. Yeah. I'm sure, um, obviously, like, me and Grady were, like, 16 and 17 when we dated. But I, he was definitely, like, my first, like, whenever, like, I don't know if you yeah. listen to my podcast, but, like, he was my first love, like, whenever I was talking about it. But it was also, like, we didn't date that long, but I felt like it was, like, so intense, so fast. Yeah. And I feel like he's just that type of person. Like, he's just, like, I don't know. When he reached out to me, it's funny because I reached out to my mom and I was, like, he dated Kayla. She's, I can't do that. And he, she was, oh. like, oh, I have been out of high school for years. And yeah. I was, like, but I didn't, I don't want her to think that I looked at him that way. Oh, and no. she was, like, Melanie whatever and I remember I said something to him he was like that was high school and then of course him being him saying different stuff and I was like no like I'm friends with her he's like you don't talk all the time I said I don't care like one day I'm gonna have to explain this and he was like shut up but I just like I felt so guilty at first oh my gosh I swear and I knew like it wouldn't have been a thing yeah but I remember how he was like I remember stuff you know like you knew me Georgia so I remember how he was shitty at times and I remember like how much you did care for him yeah and I was just like man to know that somebody that you like me caring about you and even though high school you had your first love type thing even though it's just like a first type thing like that's I don't know. I just, yeah. I felt weird for a while. And that, that was a thing. And then he is very intense yeah. in many ways. And to be honest, like, I have brought you up different times over the years. Oh, and he, nothing bad. Nothing <laughs> bad. Like- I would say certain things where he would say something. I'm like, well, I remember in high school and I was like, I know how you were. Or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you were super sweet to her sometimes. I was like, but you weren't super sweet sometimes. And I was like, you know what? You were an asshole. And he would just say certain stuff. And he'd be like, shut up. And I'd say, nope. I know too much on you. No. (laughs) I know it's so weird now that he, like, knows my kid. And I'm like. It is very weird. Maybe because we dated in high school. I don't know. So it's funny when I, I listen to your podcast and he is a lot like Shane. Yeah. Like almost exactly. I've, uh, I've never told Shane that cause he would be like, Oh, you're just comparing me to an ex. But like, if I could have like, like they are so similar and like, I think they kind of look alike. They do. Me too. Okay. I told Grady that when we were together and I was like, you know, you kind of look like Shane. And he was like, why would you say that? And I was like, what's wrong with it? I said, you mm-hmm. I think y'all are like alike. And he yeah. was like, so you and Kayla like the same things? And I was like, apparently we do. Maybe they and do. <laughs> no, I definitely like, like um, I've never told Shane that because obviously like, you know, a man's ego, he'd probably be like, oh, oh, you're just comparing me to your ex. But yes, they, 
a lot of similarities. Well, even like on your podcast, the way Shane would say certain things or how you mentioned something, like, oh my God. <laughs> he <laughs> told me the other day, he's like, if I'm ever back on your podcast, you better have a plan because I'm not doing that again. Because like the first episode, everyone loved, and the second episode, He's like his own personality, so I was like, I'm not even gonna have a plan. We're just gonna wing it. And then he, he won't talk about things. Like if I ask him a question, he's like, straightforward answer. There you go. I'm not gonna elaborate. And he's not a talker, so I'm like, okay. So then it gets like it's not awkward between us, but I feel like it's awkward because I know so many people are listening. Not so many people, but people are listening to this. I'm like, that's just gonna make an awkward silence. And so yesterday he was like, I'm just letting you know ahead of time. Like if you have me back on there, I have a plan, please, because I'm not doing that again. <laughs> That's exactly. I mean, I, first off, he's funny. You're funny. And I literally was cracking up and I was like, I feel like I have lived some things and heard some of the same exact things. And the personality, I swear, is the exact same because Grady will say certain things even now, um, but I'm just like, you really it just is what it is and like he has seen Chevy and I asked him one day I was like is that weird and he said why would it be weird it's her kid okay and I was like it's weird that I like had a kid with Tyler I will be the first one to say I was never in love with Tyler like we dated and like yes like I have a love for him that will always be there because we do have share a kid but like like, it's weird, like, when I think about my three loves, like, my first and my second and my third, Tyler is not in there. Like, I was never in love with him. Like, I'm so thankful for Chevy, but, like. It's those Tyler's. I don't know. I feel like somehow that leads you to who you yeah. need to be with. But, I mean, I can't necessarily say that because, look, I, I don't have marriage anymore, so. <laughs> so, y'all dated how long how long did y'all date before? Because didn't he get into an accident, like a four-wheeler accident? Um, it was a dirt bike. Oh, dirt and, bike. Uh, we were... Because I feel like together. that was kind of quick. Like, not quick, but I feel like y'all hadn't been together too long before that happened. We got together in February of 2017, and he asked me to move in in May. And... But I was practically there all the time anyways. Yeah. And, I mean, he literally took on responsibilities of Jeremiah right away. Yeah. And, um... He just insisted on going on a vacation to Durham town in Georgia. And that's like a four wheeler dirt bike off-roading, like different campground with RVs and um, little shacks, like just weird put together, cool stuff. And it was just something where, I don't know, he just very much, I remember going there and we got there and we were supposed to have people come and meet us mm-hmm. and they weren't going to be there for a few hours. And he was so excited. He got Jeremiah a helmet to ride a little kid four wheeler. And I didn't do stuff like this. And he wanted to go right on the track by himself on the dirt bike. We weren't even there for about a couple hours. And I noticed he didn't come around after like one or two laps. So somebody goes on there and then comes back out after like five minutes and was like, hey, are you with so-and-so? And And I said, yeah. And he's like, he's hurt really bad. So we're in freaking Georgia. I'm driving. I don't know where. Literally, I have no clue what's happening. This four-wheeler is redneck as hell. I cannot even pull it. It's like you pull a lawnmower to start it up. 
I wasn't strong enough to do it, so the guy helps me. I'm like, we have a trailer hooked on his truck. I don't know how to unhook the trailer. I'm going to be driving into downtown Athens, Georgia, which is where a college is. And that was an hour away. They wouldn't let me see him because we weren't married at the time. So did they call the ambulance to come and get him? Yeah, like he literally broke everything from the waist down. Oh, gosh. And tendons and everything. He got mad because he had to go have tons of surgeries, and he didn't want me to call his mom, but he was on her insurance, of course. And I was like, what if he dies? Or what if something happens? So I called his mom, and of course, you can imagine, I mean... I stayed in the hospital for days, um, and... Did Jeremiah she, stay with you? Yeah, but then, um, the people that were meeting us down there went and took him back to Tennessee. Okay. To go to my mom's, and, like, his mom stayed there and slept in a chair. I sleep, slept in a chair. He had more surgeries. They weren't doing crap for him. Like, he had more wrong with them. They finally got him back to Tennessee with an ambulance. He had to go in a nursing home in Springfield for three or four months, um, learn how to walk again and everything. Like it was bad. It was a struggle and he had to take a lot of pain medication, which started a lot of those issues. Yeah. And he got back home later in December and we lived in the barn. Apartment. So this whole time, were you just like still working and like paying the bills and stuff? <sighs> I was working a little bit, but I wasn't, and he basically sold a lot of his stuff to be able to help pay the bills. Yeah. Um, So that was very wrong of me to allow him to do that. But I was like, you're literally calling me and begging me to come be a CNA for you all the time because you would not let the caregivers there. Yeah. And he literally had to use a Hoyer lift, which I don't know if you know what it is, but like like an actual mechanical machine to lift him. Yeah. And it had to be a certain type because his body couldn't bend. And he's a tall, big guy. Yeah. And, like, he would get nervous. And he would press the call light all the time or ask me to bring Sonic. And we lived in Jolton. Yeah. And I would have to drive to Springfield. And I ended up, at one point, basically living in that nursing home room with him and Jeremiah for, like, a month straight. Yeah. He came home. Um, that was rough. We basically rewrapped everything that Jeremiah had in his room for Christmas. And Jeremiah was young. That was in December. uh Uh-huh. And he came home like a week or two before Christmas. Was that 2017 you said? mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we hadn't even been together a year. But he came home in December and a few weeks before Christmas barely could afford a tree from the dollar store and ended up being able to get one um he ended up going to like you know those things in town like at churches or stuff where they have events where people can like come and get christmas gifts for kids for free yeah so he went with his dad's side of the family and they brought him back and literally he got a bike and jeremiah was three just no he just turned four in august so I went in his room and wrapped everything that I could find that he liked at the time and found enough of a bow that I could make to put on that bike. And it was the worst Christmas because he 
which he actually doesn't remember it. I'm so glad. Yeah. But I feel like it's a testament because, like, it just shows, like, people have been through this. Yeah. He literally said, I remember, he was like, Mommy, this looks just like the game that I have in my room. This looks like the bike I got yesterday. Oh. And I was just like, no, you're silly. Yeah. And he just started doing other stuff. But I remember just crying and crying and part of it's my fault because I wasn't working at that time like I probably could have been but he was freaking needy like yeah if he hears this I don't care he knows he was needy because I know (laughs) as soon as I walked in they're like thank god you're here he's been on that call light or calling all the time I'm like I'm so sorry I know he's a lot okay let me I would go buy them ice cream to say sorry Oh my gosh. So what did, how did he wreck? Like, what did he do? He hit a tree. There's a tree on the side of the track. And did he just he like lose control? Huh? Did he just like lose control? He said he went on a big jump and he went around and for whatever reason, like it did lose control on the front end and it sent him flying and he tried to control it and it hit, he hit a tree, but he didn't realize he was like, as bad off as he was yeah until he literally couldn't feel his legs it's so scary yeah i mean and you can imagine like how tall he's always been and he put on some weight as well and uh he, he was just like heavy and he it was a lot yeah like i literally wiped his ass like I have given him enemas. I have taken care of him full force. Yeah. Because of that. And I think that's what, like, we have a little bit of a trauma bond, to be honest. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. I can see that. Yeah. So, I don't know. He got in that wreck, and then he ended up finally getting different jobs after, and I got different stuff. And then, funny enough, he didn't think anything of it. Don't ask me how, but somehow we were still able to have, we tried to have sex. (laughs) So. (laughs) Like in the nursing home? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) That's so funny. And when he got home, he, like. There was a lot of nerve damage from everything in legs and everything and everything your legs and hips, like his hips were broke. He just didn't know if anything. Yeah. Like, we didn't know anything. So I ended up doing stuff and I got pregnant with Rosalie. And I'm just gonna be honest, like we obviously didn't we didn't plan her. We always had unprotected sex. Like we were never careful. Yeah. For, anything um and then honestly with all the medications he was taking because that can affect things a little bit on their end yeah like how in the heck but I ended up getting pregnant with Rosalie and everybody was just like how everybody that knew us like family and everything was like how did this happen we're confused like why are y'all having sex when he had all the broken bones (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And I'm sitting here rocking back and forth like a psychotic person. 
when I found out I was pregnant and he was super excited and I was like what is wrong with you I don't understand but um yeah I don't think many people in our family were very excited at the time because of everything that we had going on like it just wasn't a good time yeah but she saved him and I'm sure we'll get into that but she's the reason he's probably alive today so she was meant to be here yeah so did you said that like his medication like started so he eventually did he get addicted to his to that medication he did um so he like with nerve damage and broken bones and healing everything like I will tell you I like he feels pain and you like you you remember in high school like he always had surgeries for stuff or something like he always had near-death experiences on things from the time he was a kid he and I found out a lot when I got with him that I didn't realize I'm like man he really had been through a lot of medical stuff. Like, till this day, I'll say certain things. And I'm like, you're a lot, which it kind of makes him mad. But I'm like, you are a lot. Nobody doesn't, nobody gets hurt like you do yeah. over the little things. And um, he just, I mean, literally was screaming in agony and pain. He was in horrible pain. So he took the pain medications and I had to lock them up at one point. And you know did you realize like he's getting addicted to these um i think you know my background with the way i grew up yeah i think i do yeah um but i think i also knew in my head that he had you know his dad and Uh other things um that had many issues and i just knew in my head that he would never he wasn't going to do that. Like he yeah. wasn't going to get addicted. And I, I mean, we know how it works. Like, I, I don't know why I thought that. And he did. Um, and then unfortunately that just really affected him for a long time. And it led to a lot of issues and just, cause we still weren't married then. Um, yeah. It led to a lot of issues with his, mental health and mine and relationships with family and friends and how we treated each other um and leading further into more than prescription killers like Mm painkillers um and it just like it it wasn't until actually two and a half years later that I and I don't think it was consistent that time that I found out that there was a problem and it was hidden very well stuff that I just never expected. And he left abruptly and I, 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 I don't know. He may get, he may really get mad about me talking about this, but I feel like it's part of the story as well. Um, like he left abruptly one day and he had done a lot of things wrong and like things weren't paid that I thought was paid that I had money for. And y'all were still together at this point? We were still together. And, um, there, I just noticed like 
he was working or switching jobs and he was more angry. He wasn't as like attentive really there. I couldn't find him at one point. Um, he came to Jeremiah's first day of kindergarten and that next, like in a few hours, like something was off. And that very next day he left the state and went to Florida. I didn't know where he was. There was a huge argument that morning. He was supposed to watch Rosalie and she was only like six, seven months old and he refused to, I had to take her to work. Um, I wasn't, I was only making like, I was making good money for what I was doing, but it wasn't good money. Yeah. I, I was paying pretty much everything myself, which he had done that many times in our relationship. So I'm not going to take that away from him. Yeah. But money wasn't there that should have been there. And uh, I didn't know where he was. He left state. Everything was cleared out. And I was like, where are you? Kept calling him, everything. I figured out later that his dad knew where he was and he refused to tell me. So how long did uh, it go on that you didn't know where he was? He likes to say that I did, but I didn't. Um, he reached out saying that he won't see me again for a while. And Like that day or? Later in the next 24 hours. Yeah. Um, so I Like I literally, at this point, I really didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Looking back now, I think I was in denial, but I did not realize the tra- trajectory of what really was going on. Yeah. And, um... He left and went to Florida and went to rehab. He found a rehab. He looked up online and literally called them and uh, went there and got help. And I'll be honest, that's his story, not mine. But my side of it, we have always had issues with our sides of it. Yeah. And um, which has affected things, but I think we're more like, willing to listen to each other now yeah so he went there and he barely communicated with me that was in august of 2019 but nobody really wanted to tell me where he was he would not say exactly where he was so i'll be honest and he knows this like i was stalking so much i don't know how i did it i figured out what city he was in i called the rehabs down there i called the hospitals Like, I was at the point, I was screaming, crying, like, Rosalie was a baby, pandemic was just starting. It was so traumatic for me. I was like, I I don't know how I paid my rent. Literally, someone at work, this sweet man, bought me groceries. That was an employee there. Um, I was so distraught. And he will admit to it to this day. He's like, you handled unless he's mad, but he's like, you handled everything. Nobody helped you. Cause that was a big thing. I was like, you need to understand how you abandoned us. I understand it was to take care of yourself. And I get that now. Like he had to do that to get right. Yeah. Like we could have gone about it in a way where I knew what it, I didn't know what it was for. And when I found out what it was for, I didn't know to the extent of what it was. And it was, all the things that we grew up with. Yeah. And that shocked me. So he didn't really reach out unless he wanted his phone bill paid. And then there was a hurricane. And then he basically was like, 
I'm not going to be with you. And in rehab, they tell you, don't get in a relationship. And he got a girlfriend down there who was in rehab, too. We weren't married. <laughs> but y'all were um, still... We're all still together, or... Like, we were still together in my head. Yeah. But in his head, like, it was toxic, and he didn't need to be with me. So... You're like, I just took care of this man. Yeah. Um, He ended up getting a girlfriend down there, and honestly, that was never confirmed. I saw it on social media, but that was never confirmed until I moved down there. I was going to say, you, I remember messaging you because you were talking about how you were, like, moving out of your house or whatever, and we live, like, we still live, like, um, right down the road, yeah. but I remember being like, if you need help, like, let me know, like, Shane can come help you, we can come help you, but you've, like, got out and went to Florida, didn't you? I moved in with my Nana for a few weeks, and he finally invited me to come to Florida, and he... His rehab was only supposed to be 30 days, and he kept extending it. He didn't know that I had access to his email, and I, because he kept lying to me, and I finally hacked it, and he, they weren't keeping him like he was saying. He begged to stay, and he finally admitted that later, and then he went into a halfway house, and then, oh God, I think he's going to be so pissed that I'm talking about this. I can delete anything that you don't. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm just like... I'm, I feel like it's helpful to people. I just don't want him to think I'm telling his story. Yeah. Um, cause his story like goes more in depth, but. This is your sad. Yeah. And he just like, he went into a halfway house and he called me cause he literally had nothing. Like he had to go get a haircut, haircut. He went to a homeless shelter. Like he would have to walk to work and then I remember at one point, I was like, I don't care when he finally did contact me because I was very angry. And to be honest, I think I still have anger issues about it a little yeah. bit. I've gotten a lot better. It's hard, which I don't know how it is, like, loving an addict in that way. But, like, just with, like, my brother and my dad, and yeah. especially my brother, like, which he's been um, in his rehab for, he'll graduate at the end of July. But just, like... <laughs> The constant worry about them and then the calling you only when they need you, it's very hard living an addict. It's hard, and I think, I'll say where he went in Florida was great, but, and maybe my view has changed a little bit. I think I was just very heated in the moment, and that moment, I felt like he was being brainwashed Yeah, a little bit, because I I feel like I'm going to piss addicts off or recovering addicts by saying that but that's what for the person on the outside that is doing nothing but trying to love but yeah to them it feels so extreme but like we're being hurt in the process too. yeah and I understand like they have to take care of themselves in the process before anyone else to get right yeah I get that but it doesn't make it any better or feel yeah. like it's okay like I can understand it now but I don't know. I just really struggled with it. And and I also didn't realize, like, how bad his mental health was. Yeah. Because he just, he hid things so well. Yeah. I wouldn't have known. Yeah. So in my head, I was like, I'm going to be crazy because you're making me crazy. Yeah. So but, where did you live whenever you moved to Florida? Because it was you and, did you, Rosalie, and Jeremiah all move? We did. Um, 
he lived in a house at that point and had a roommate that got out of rehab with him, a man that's been, he's in his 50s and had family back in North Carolina, and um, they ended up getting the house together. Didn't like him whatsoever, and he didn't like me whatsoever either. Oh, gosh. Um, so did Jeremiah do school down there? He did, and they have really good schools down there, but everything was virtual there. It was so hard, so hard. I hated it. Oh, because it was in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, and I hated Florida. I know everybody's going to think I'm insane, but I also worked nonstop, too. But I think it's more so, like, the we went only to the beach twice, and I lived there for a while. Yeah. But I think it's more so I felt animosity as to why I was there. I was like, why do I have to come to you? But he wasn't ready to come back to Tennessee yet. Yeah. And honestly, I just wanted to be wanted so bad. I wanted that family mm-hmm. and everything. And at one point... I finally was like, um, you know, a girl that I went to church with when I was a teenager had passed away in a very bad car accident back here. And then Jeremiah's aunt passed away. And I was just like, everybody's dying. Florida doesn't feel like home. I was like, the stupid grass is crunchy. You can't walk on it barefoot. There's fire ants everywhere, and they attack you. They attacked Rosalie on her first day being there when she stepped outside accidentally on an anthill. They're everywhere. And I was like, forget this. There's freaking lizards everywhere. When it rains there, literally my first week at work, it rained, and their their draining system is so different. I was freaking out, and he's like, oh, it's fine. I kid you not, the rain puddled up so high it was like you would think it's the flood of nashville again oh gosh i had to climb into my window of my car but then by the end of the day it's gone because that's how it is there like it that's just how it is so i was just very much like what is stupid yeah and we were only 10 minutes like we lived on the east coast 10 minutes from the ocean beautiful area it's actually one of the most nice areas down there yeah but at one point, it was getting towards the holidays, and I was like, you know what? I'm going back to Tennessee. I hate it here. I'm not okay. Yeah. And you can stay, or you could come with. And to be very honest, in that time, I was like, just stay. Yeah. Like, I'm leaving. But he came, and I was shocked by that. And we ended up going to my grandparents for a few months and ended up getting our own place, which is where he's at now still. Um, but we ended up getting married funny enough after he got, we got back from Florida. Yeah. And, uh, just like a hundred dollar wedding, $75 wedding dress. Um, You looked good though. Thank you. Your wedding pictures are beautiful. Thank you. It was, I mean, we didn't pay like, almost anything yeah and I was like I was very much like I I didn't want my mom there I didn't want anybody there and you could only have limited people because it was still pandemic time and I was just like no and he just started a job at TDOT so good insurance and everything and I was like well let's just go ahead and do it we've talked about it forever and he did propose at one point years yeah. before um so it wasn't like anything new but we definitely 
like we definitely were like okay we're gonna go do this it was yeah. planned very last minute and I don't regret it um but of course his mom ended up coming and then my mom and then my nana and the kids yeah and then Bubba was there but he was in the car because that was too many people like there wasn't there was a limit on everything yeah. masks had to be worn and it was freezing outside because it was in January and we just literally went there we were gonna go to a hotel that night but like it was snowing so with T-Dot you have to be ready to work yeah and uh we ended up not doing that so we went to P.F. Chang's in Nashville and had dinner and then we ended up coming back home to my nana's because we hadn't moved out yet yeah and literally went to sleep like when people talk about wedding nights and everything like it was just <laughs> we went and got married came home and went to sleep i got and married at the courthouse <laughs> yeah. it, it wasn't anything like that but i did like the fact of the simplicity of it and yeah. everything and we just i don't know we kind of we were like we've been together for so long at that point it only makes sense yeah like thing um, I got married kind of out of spite, not out of spite. We had talked about it. Um, but that was in the middle of like, um, Chevy after Tyler served me with papers or whatever. Um, yeah. Chevy was like six months old and we had started to work out a custody agreement and he was trying to put in there that like Shane couldn't be there after dark, like after 8 PM, he had to go home and he already lived with us at that point. So we were just like, let's get, get married. married. Yeah. So we got married and I would have too. <laughs> Like, I'm like, it was rough though. Like people like, yeah, like it's, it shouldn't change anything. It's a piece of paper, whatever people want to say. But like, I don't think that first year for me and him would have been as hard if we were not married. Right. Like marriage is hard. Cause you can't just up and leave. I mean, you can, but you have to go through the whole divorce process. Like you can't just, I don't know. And like, I wouldn't take back our marriage or anything for anything, but that first year was rough. The first year definitely is rough. And to be honest, we were only married for two years. And, um, it, I am the one that, like, I was the runner. I all the time was like, I need out of this. I need out of this. And I think that is also like how seeing how my mom was treated yeah. and everything, regardless of if that really was how I was treated in the moment, because there was not some good times or if it was me just being yeah. crazy, which I was. <laughs> Did you ever worry and, about him like using again or like, were you no. constantly like, I feel like I would be the person that's just always like. I don't know, like on edge. There, there was one person I was worried about, like one person him being around. Yeah. I did not want him around that person. Um, but no, not really, because he is the type of person, like pills, alcohol, anything. If he sets his mind to it, like he means it. Yeah. So that wasn't a concern for me, really. Um, I think it was more so he was continuously in the mindset, like, he still is, 
one day at a time, one step at a time, a minute at a time, hour, all that. Yeah. Uh, which I get, and it would just drive me nuts as well. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I just, I was not having it. And that first year was rough. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, that was due to both of us. But I think neither of us got over plenty of things in our marriage from before. Yeah. And we both at different points wanted to leave. But do you think if y'all would have like healed from all the craziness before you got married, that it would be different? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, like I look at him and I'm sure like my family will say it. My family, they're very much on, like if I have a kid with somebody, I mean, if Tyler showed up to the house, they treat Tyler like he's family still. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. Tyler shows up to Jeremiah and Rosalie's soccer games, and Rosalie's like, there's Jeremiah's daddy, and Tyler will be talking to Rosalie like, let me steal your chocolate milk. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a cool interaction. Yeah. And, um, which I love that. Like, that's everything I wanted, but... It's something where my family is very much, they knew that we were not, at different points, it was always opposite times we were willing to heal. Yeah. To be honest, he put more effort in than I did. Yeah. Probably the entire time. The entire time. I had horrible mental health. Still do. Yeah. And, like, bad. And he just, he did everything he could. Like, he wanted to go to counseling and all these things. And I, I flat out refused. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been to counseling growing up, never marriage counseling, but I've been to counseling and I think that's why I hate it. Yeah. Because I was forced to for all that stuff that we went through as a kid. Yeah. And I just, it's not my thing. So, and he's probably going to listen to this and hear a lot of things that I've never said to him. So, like, I, I really think if I would have agreed or worked harder in it, we would still be married. Like, I went and got papers drawn up and he didn't agree with those and wouldn't sign them for a while and then he got papers drawn up and so did you file first first, but then um he refused to sign and then he didn't like the papers i had so then he did it and he actually went and um submitted everything as well like with he got an attorney yeah i did it and um so did y'all have to go to court or anything or did y'all just like settle we just settled um, which was really hard, and I still don't like some of the things in it. But I was like, you know what? Let me just not be petty. And trust me, we've had petty moments over the months. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I can't do the psychoticness forever, either of us. And we both have our moments and times of it. Yeah. And it, like, I went insane over stuff. But I think it was just like a lot of love and hurt was there Mm -hmm. he didn't I don't want to put words in his mouth but from my understanding he did not want that divorce yeah I did and 
now he's at peace with it. He thinks it was the best thing I do too. But I do think that there's always going to be a part of both of us where we're like, really? Like, what if? Both of us. We should have put in more. I should have put in more specifically. Yeah. Did. Okay with it too. So, did you get your boobs implants? Well, y'all were married. While we were married. um, Because I feel like I remember you, like, obviously, like, you know, like, I've known you since we were little. So, like, obviously, whenever you post a picture, like, I noticed that you had a boob job. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, I love it for you. Like, honestly, like, I was told Shane, I was like, I'm going to figure out and find out where she got them done at and how much she paid because I need a consultation. (laughs) But I went to Marvel Cosmetic Surgery in Nashville. And I got, I don't remember what size, which is so tragic because I feel like I was so excited, (laughs) but they go off CCs. And, um, I remember I I went to Dr. Noah. He does a lot of, uh, labiaplasties and, uh, BBLs Uh and he was doing boobs as well. And I just went in one day and I was like, look, everybody in my family has boobs. I don't. And the little bit that I have is at the bottom. I've literally and breastfed four kids and my boobs are not cute. I'm like, it's not cute they, now. I mean, I'm just like. You said the little bit I got is at the bottom. That's where it was. Yeah. And it wasn't at the top. Yeah. And I don't care about the stretch marks on them. But like, I, I mean, I've always been tiny. I'm still tiny, but like, I definitely have weight on me now. I, I feel like you filled out though. Like you have a. A body. Uh, but I have, like, I have a mom pooch. Like, I, if I don't wear high-waist pants, I definitely look pregnant a little bit, and I'm not. Yeah. And I'm just, I like to eat. I still eat the same way I always did. Yeah. I don't give a crap. Uh, although, I do a little bit, because I'm like, ugh. But I like that I'm not skin and bones anymore, because yeah. people made fun of me. And, um, actually, after surgery, I put on weight, because most people that get it, that surgery gained weight after which is a little weird but I got the silicone the gummy bear silicone Mm -hmm. and so it's the type it's the most expensive but it's like the most durable and real feeling and everything yeah and I remember the besides Grady the first people I told I was like Nana because Nana and Granddad are cool they still part to this day so (laughs) You know, Nana. Yeah. And um, I was like, actually, granddad. I said, granddad, get my boobs done. He was like, well, hell yeah. Make (laughs) sure to let me know when you get them done. Call me after. I was like, okay. Nana took me to the surgery. Nana brought me home. And I apparently was higher than a kite trying to flash everybody, calling my dad, calling my mom. Are you and your dad close now? Who? You and your dad, are y'all close now? No. Oh. Um... So, I'm still the closest with him out of everyone, but I haven't talked to him. I never ignore his calls, ever. You know, my other sisters don't really have a relationship with him, but I've ignored his calls for the past six months. Yeah. And he decided to get on social media and put something about it, and I was like, oh, heck no. Yeah. I have nothing but a supporter for you forever. Yeah. Even when I probably shouldn't have been. So, now you're bringing out the mini Ron, and... All right, Ronald, you're going to see Minnie Ron come through. Let's play this game. (laughs) 
and I basically lost it. Yeah. On social media, because I'm like, don't talk about anything when you weren't the dad that you should have been. Yeah. I love you. I'm probably going to be closer with you than I am my mom in different ways always. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not doing it. So. But he knows. He knew. He was like, please don't show me your boobs. And I was like, okay, are you sure? And he was like, I'm sure. Was so. Grady supportive of your boobs? Heck yeah. Okay. Because I feel like I remember seeing you like post I remember you posted a picture but then it was like deleted shortly after and I was like maybe he just doesn't want her to like show the world but also like it's fine but I was like I don't know I didn't know if he was like supportive of you getting them because some husbands are like weird like that yeah so he was definitely supportive um that's good but he basically was like just do what you want I don't care yeah. like you could have you can look exactly how you are, and I like it. Now, if yeah. I complained about something, he would get tired of it, and he'd be like, well, do something about That's it. Shame. That's shame. And then I'd be like, you're freaking rude, so you don't like me this way. Yeah, so you think I'm fat, or that's me. I'm like, Shane, like, yeah. I need to, like, walk or run, but I don't have energy. He's like, just do it. And I'm like, oh, so I am fat. Yeah. And he, I'm like, so you're saying... And he's like, that's not what I'm saying. But the more you keep saying that, it's going to piss me off and I'm going to hurt your feelings. And I'm just going to agree with and, you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah. No, that's not what we're doing here. So he very much was like, okay, get it done. Um, he wanted me to wait a little bit to save more. And I was like, no. Like, they've got a spot in this time frame and I'm doing it. So I did. And... He probably was super annoyed at me after when he had to take care of me because, like, you – the hardest part is you can't lay on your stomach. Yeah. And I'm a kind of sleeper. And you have to sleep for a while, like, kind of slanted up a little bit. Yeah. And your back hurts because you got to be super still and straight because you got to let the boobs set a certain way as well. Yeah. Or they could kind of, like, go into your armpit type thing or just not settle right. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like, I was popping that painkiller that they gave me because it wasn't pain from the actual surgery. Literally, my back, and I don't take medicine. Yeah. But my back was in such bad pain. It was horrible. And then, but he ended up throwing them out. And I was like, what the heck did you throw that out for? Like, you never know when Was he worried that you were going to get, yeah. I, I took off work for a week. And then I went back to work and yeah. he was like, you don't need these. And I was just like, but my back hurts. He said, you don't get to just take them for your back hurting. And I was like, no, you don't understand. This is deep. Yeah. And it really was. But I mean, I was definitely feeling high and I definitely yeah. felt good. So, I mean, I guess he was right, but he was supportive. He did not care when I posted pictures at first. And then... He said that people were reaching out to him, and I don't know. I think he meant family. Is this where you had to block people? Yeah. And then I think he meant friends and people from high school that are nosy. Like, did she get her boobs done? Well, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) So then it started, like, because also, I didn't, like, we both didn't really post each other on social media. Yeah. 
And so, honestly, there's still some people out there that didn't even know I was with him or yeah. know that I was married or anything. I feel like the picture I saw, too, it wasn't like, oh, hey, guys, like, here's my tits. It was like, you, it, I, I, like, I specifically remember because I was like, oh, I love this. Like, you were saying, because did you get your lips done or did you get, like, lip injections? Yeah, I, I'm, I went fake at that point. <laughs> Do you still get like, them or no? Um, I I've gotten them done a couple times last year, and I haven't. I had them dissolved. Okay. Uh, about six months ago, but I need it again. I feel like so, they look good, though. Like, I thought you had it. Like, I thought you were, like, getting them done. I was for a while, but no, it's dissolved. I want it again, though. <laughs> but I think at one point went too far, and <laughs> it just, like, that's when I dissolved. Yeah. But it didn't look that way at first. It just kind of settled in a weird way. Yeah. And you don't realize it until after. Yeah, because they, like, swell up and get bruised and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but the picture I saw, you were, like, pretty much, like, do what you want to do. Like, get your lips done if you want your lips done. Get your boobs done if you want your boobs done. It was very much, like, body positivity, women empowerment post. And I loved it. And then it was, like, shortly gone. And I was, like... Oh, but I was like, that was so curious because I'm like, I wonder if maybe like he obviously a man is probably more than likely going to be supportive of a boob job. But I was like, maybe he just didn't want her to like post it or whatever. But he so he at first didn't care. But I think when people started reaching out to him, I'll be honest, these friends that people have or think they have or acquaintances their whole life or even, like, recently in his adult life, were some of the people liking or commenting on stuff. Yeah. Or messaging me after we got divorced. And he knows this. Yeah. And I never, like, acknowledged it, these people. But I think that annoyed him because they would be like, hey, Melanie really good. And I think I was like, well, I paid for him, or we paid for him, so I'm going to show him. Like, I don't I haven't had anything in my life. So I was in the middle. I was like, okay, I get where he's coming from, like, respecting him. But I think he also was like, do you type thing. Yeah, it was and, probably like he didn't care, but it was annoying that people were being annoying. That was his biggest thing. Yeah. And then he's like, we don't post each other on social media, but that's never been a thing. Like, he's not a big social media person. Yeah. Maybe he is now. I don't know. We're not friends on social media. I don't think um, I'm friends with him on anything. Uh, he didn't have anything for a while, and then uh, when we split up, he uh, deleted me, so I blocked him. <laughs> and you're like, delete I'm me like, and block. <laughs> I was just like, you don't get to know anything that goes on in my life, but I mean, we don't really care. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But like it was at one point, he's like, I would appreciate if you would take a picture with me, but we were never picture taking people with each other. Yeah. And he's like, it would just be cool. He's like, regardless of your boobs, like, showing or not, he's like, they're just there now, so of course there's going to be some cleavage. He's like, but it would be nice to just be on there with you. And I was like, oh, well, I get that. But that didn't really happen, and there was just so many other issues at that point. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, he was super supportive. Now, he does get contacted from people about my facebook stuff and i think people are so dumb but 
I don't know why they contact him. He doesn't care. So I think it's just no. Okay, if you don't mind me asking, how much did you pay for your boob job? Uh, seven thousand. That's not too bad. <laughs> Lots of money. Um, you can do financing different ways, paid it outright. Um, but I probably should have saved a little bit longer before doing it. But I was like, no, I'm getting it done now. Yeah. So we're going to eat sandwiches for a month or two. Yeah. And this is what we're doing. And that's what we did. And in his head, he kind of felt like he did everything. Like, that was also when we were really struggling in our marriage. And he was like, this is a way, like, if this makes her happy, let her do this. Yeah. And I feel kind of crappy about that now. Because it was like, it solely was for me. It wasn't for anybody else. Yeah. But I feel bad that he thought that's what it took to keep our marriage going you know yeah more than ultimately it wasn't about that yeah at all. and it didn't even but yeah i don't know seven thousand though is a lot of money but it was worth it it is and it i feel like it is worth it though like not i feel like it's not bad for what you're i don't know i feel like you can't really put a price on your confidence and your happiness and so like yeah it's a chunk of money but your confidence is, you're killing it these days. Thank you. I don't regret <laughs> it whatsoever. Yeah. I do. And I don't even that. think that, like, necess- like, I think you've always been, like, outgoing, confident. Like, I don't think that you've ever shown that you're not, I don't know. Like, I can just see you, like, radiating now, but I don't, like, you've always been, like, super just, like, I don't know. See, that's crazy because I don't feel like I have. But maybe because like I feel like I'm the same way in a sense to like I'm very out of my shell around people I'm comfortable with but like I'm very in my shell around other people or like I don't know um so I feel like I've always seen that side of you right but I definitely see the more like you're definitely like glowing and just I don't know you're getting it I, I just feel I mean I appreciate that I just feel like at this point you know I don't being a mom and then working hard for a long time and then struggling at different things and regardless of relationships or anything like that at the end of the day I just wanted to be comfortable in my own body and I can understand where maybe in relationships that may not be the best thing to post some of those things all the time but I'm like I literally now can post something like fully like covering my cleavage and somebody still says something yeah somebody's always gonna i don't care anymore you can have super small boobs and have literally nothing and someone is gonna have something to say about it or you can put it all out there and someone's gonna say something yeah i just have no time for it and like the people that have something to say about it because people did for a while i'm like well you could go on somewhere because you're just mad yeah and yeah, I may be getting this done, and they may be fake, but you know what? They feel very real, and that's all that matters. I got the gummy bear silicone. <laughs> and when you think of it, you think, like, it wouldn't feel real, but they do. And, I don't know, I just wanted to do that, and I just feel much better about it, and 
I don't know. Like, I feel like it actually matches my body pretty well. Yeah. I've done some weight and everything. Yeah. Even though people that know me know that they're not real. Yeah. If somebody didn't know me and if I have, like, just a normal bra on, which normally, like, I can't really wear push-up bras because then they're, like, (laughs) up here. (laughs) They already are, but then they're up here, up here, and it's not comfortable at all. Like, I would love to wear – I could wear a sports bra 24-7. Yeah. I still look like – they're good yeah um but I just feel like people I don't know people look at me and they now think okay that's what she was supposed to be born with and I'm like well now I just look like my mom yeah and my sisters so yeah. it worked out that's so funny <laughs> I didn't get the genetics so I had to pay for them I was gonna ask you about like dating after like what's it what was it like dating after your, or what is it like dating after your divorce? Oh, I'm about to put all my stuff out there. Um, <laughs> so the dating world sucks. I would be terrified I, to get into it. Horrible. Um, and to be very honest, like, I always knew that. Brady did really love me, but, and that things just wouldn't work Yeah. at this point. Like, we know that. Yeah. I'm like, man, you know, he really did love me because mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody out here is going to. Yeah. And, um, which if he, if you're listening to this, you little heifer, I don't need to hear shit about it because I feel like he's going to hold that against me. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Like, I don't, I have literally 21 year olds reaching out to me and 50 year olds that have reached out to me. We're at such an like awkward age too. Like we're, we're not 30, but we're not 25 anymore. And like, even when we turn 30, it's like, we're not old, but we're not young. I don't know. Like, it's just so we're at such an awkward age to, for you to like, try to be which I'm like you're getting it out there so like oh no I'm horrible (laughs) but like it's like so like I feel like if I was to divorce or something like I would be terrified because it's such an awkward age I feel like to be out there dating it's it's horrible um I hate it it's super awkward um I just feel like it's very vulnerable, and I've always thought to be vulnerable, but after we divorced, I really tried my hardest to learn how to be vulnerable yeah. and willing to, like, I'm not an affectionate person whatsoever. I, know. I could care less about kissing. <laughs> like, I'll be honest, Grady and me, I could probably count how many times we kissed, and... Like, most people in a marriage or in a relationship, we were together six or seven years. Normally, you shouldn't be able to count that. Like, I could probably count. And trust me, he wanted to. I'm just like, like, when it's <laughs> bedtime and it's time to sleep, you better let me be the big spoon. I want to be the big spoon. Yeah. And I want to throw my leg up on you. Mainly, I'm using you to cuddle and yeah. get comfortable. But I want to do that. So that's my way yeah. of affection. Or, like, stabbing someone in the throat with my fingers. 
I'm like, hey, I love you. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just, people look at me, all right, are you going to be, I literally had someone say, can I take you to lunch, dinner, or buy you a car, like a 50-year-old? And I was just like, ew, that's gross. Don't tell me that. Nasty. So like, is he going to be his sugar baby? <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. And then I had some 21-year-old reach out to me and call me mommy. And I was just That's like... That's so weird. You're disgusting. Do you even know what you're saying right now? And, like, they're, like, I don't want to sound like I'm getting older, even though I am. But, like, their quote-unquote lingo these days is... I'm like, what are you saying? Like, Josiah will walk around and say yeah. stuff, and I'm like, huh? Like, what is that? <laughs> so they, but I, like, and I've, I ended up, you know, just, um, like, I've talked to people and gone on some dates and stuff at one point when I started, and, um, like, I, around our age bracket is better, but still, it can be hit or miss yeah. a little bit, but some of the people say, I had some texts that I received at one point, and it said, like, NGL, and I was like, what? So I called Sarah. And I was like, what does NGL mean? She's like, oh, I don't know, bro. I I know I'm younger, but that's not my generation. I don't know anything about that. And I was like, okay. I literally Googled it. Does it mean not going to lie? Yes. Not going to lie? (laughs) Not going to lie. STG, swear to God. OG, on God. And I'm like, that's original gangster. Yeah, like, I don't understand. That's so funny. So how did you so you dated the TikTok guy? Like Um I'm not, so I'm I'm not gonna lie, I like creeped a little bit and I was like, oh he's like he's like got a lot of followers. <laughs> yeah, um Well he basically came into my life and uh Did y'all meet on TikTok? No. Oh, okay. We met, <laughs> we met on Tinder. Oh. But um, he he's 30 years old. Going through a little bit. He, he's deployed right now. He's in the military. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started. I should have, like, I don't even really like military. But, I, hold on, let me rephrase that. Nothing wrong with the military. I just don't normally like military people. And that's weird to say since I was with Brendan. Yeah. But. That's not the kind of guys you usually go for. No. And, um, but, like, he reached out. No. Yep. He reached out to me. But I never, like, make the first move. And I made the first move. Like, reaching out to him saying, hey, you're attractive type thing. And I'm like, who even am I right now? Yeah. I don't know. I don't do this. And um, from that point, he came over. We, because he's not big on, like, going downtown or anything. He's from a whole other state, but stationed at Fort Campbell. And he was like, what do you want to do? And I said, and I had a kid-free weekend. I was like, I don't care. I mean, if you want to go out or if you want to hang out, I was like, you're not going to kill me, are you? And he was like, no. And I said, so you're not a killer? And he was like, well, I am. 
military. And I was like, you got me there, but you don't have any deployments yet. And, um, so he came over and I literally cooked for him. And I'm like, you, I told him flat out, he walked in the door and hugged me. And I was like, oh, you smell good. And he just laughed. And then I was like, super awkward. And I said, I don't know how to do this. I'm making the food that I told you. And I said, I was just sitting on the floor in my kitchen, like staring at the oven. Cause when I have food in the oven, I just watch it. Yeah. So I literally went and sat in the floor watching it and wouldn't even look at him for a couple. It felt like minutes, but it was like 30 seconds. And he was like, so you're making the food? I was like, yeah, you want to come sit down over here? And he just started laughing. But like, he could be super weird with me. And I was like, well, he's just going to see it. Like, it Yeah, is. that's so like, funny. And I mean, he helped me cook food. And I was like, you should feel very lucky because I don't care to really do this half the time. Yeah. But I'm really craving this food and the fact that you're willing to eat it. Great. And it wasn't like, oh, we're going to hook up type thing. Like, he come over at six o'clock on a Saturday night and we talked. I mean, he stayed the night, but yeah. we talked literally till 1am just talking and laughing and for you to be able to have a conversation with someone without them just automatically like hey can I sleep with you yeah that's a good sign and um we both have been through we related on lots of things just the way we grew up Mm -hmm. uh we both have mommy issues and he like I don't know. He just treated me really good. And I was like, oh, no, this is too good to be true. And sometimes I still question it. I think I'm a self-sabotager. Yeah. And um, he just, I don't know. He was there. He went home and texted me and then came back the next week. And we basically hung out again and hung out for a few weeks and started dating officially. He ended up coming to my place and watching the Super Bowl and getting super drunk, but it was the most adorable thing because he's super goofy. Yeah. And I was like, this is what I need. Like I need someone goofy and not like mean drunk or yeah. I don't know, just fun to be around. And I realized when I wanted to be affectionate with him that, okay, like, I actually kind of like this person, and I'm not, like, just talking, kissing or anything. Yeah. He's very, like, he's very hairy. Yeah. So, and he would be watching TV or something or watching football or the Super Bowl because he loves the Chiefs or whatever. So, I would just want to be by him. Yeah. And I would want to, like rub his back or I don't know just be around him I would go in the kitchen like he literally would go clean my kitchen and go do laundry for me and you're like what in the world is this man I I didn't even know what to think and like flirtatious in the kitchen type thing yeah I normally I'm not used to that like the little things just like come up and hugging in the kitchen like I never cared to do any of that before yeah which is horrible and like 
have an Alexa playing music or whatever yeah. and just be conversation then he starts like dancing with me in the kitchen and it's the most horrible dancing but <laughs> it was just fun yeah so that I mean we basically got together ever since and then he he told me that he was going to be deploying and I was just like uh here we go again yeah this is going to be interesting he met the kids before he deployed and that was not the plan at all um he met them on Valentine's Day, actually. And uh, basically, I wasn't supposed to have the kids that day. I did. And tons of stuff happened. And I was just like, look, you're going to, I don't think we need to do this right now. But you're about to deploy. Like, it is what it is just whatever we'll figure it out we'll see what plays out and later on today if you're around or not we'll just play it out and I still don't know if that was the right decision or not I guess I'll figure that out one day but he met the kids he was great with Rosalie and he was not nervous about that he was nervous about meeting Jeremiah yeah and but I guess because like he had an older brother, and he had a mom and everything, and I was just like, you don't have to worry about Jeremiah. Jeremiah's calm. And Jeremiah basically bonded with him immediately. He's like, so you're a TikToker. That's <laughs> <laughs> so like, funny. Video games, huh? So Nick literally went and downloaded Fortnite, because he didn't play Fortnite. He downloaded Fortnite to go practice while he was back on base. Oh, that's hilarious. So he doesn't live off base and um, to practice and then play Jeremiah. So he knows what Jeremiah is doing. And then he would, when Jeremiah was at his dad's, he would come over and like play Fortnite for him to get him up on different levels. And then with Rosalie, I was nervous about Rosalie because, you know, the divorce is so new and everything. I yeah. don't know what, how she would react because she is a freaking spitball and she scares me. And I knew in the moment, and you'll kind of see how this progresses, I knew in the moment that when she acted so psychotic that I literally was carrying her outside because it was 8 o'clock at night, I just wanted to make some stroganoff, like like hamburger helper. Yeah. I didn't have milk, and I was like, I can't make hamburger helper without milk. I need it. And I wasn't going to, like, leave I could have left the kids here with him, but, like, you know, I'm not going to put that on him. Yeah. Already. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but, like, Jeremiah was fine, and I was like, all right, I'm going to take Rosalie. And she just was being mean for no reason, but it wasn't to him. She was just, like, sassy. Maybe it was because it was late. Like, there was literally no reason for it. And I just came in the room, and she just kept going. I was like, I'm going to let her. I'm so sorry. And the door is closed, but I'm going to let her scream it and cry it out. Like, I can't do this. I'm going to have a mental breakdown. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, he's going to run. He is going to run. And he immediately was like, I'll be back in 10 minutes. And I said, okay. So he went to Walmart and bought milk for me, went and bought a bunch of cookies. He's like, I think you need cookies after this. Like, we need to stay up and have late night cookies. And... He came back and just, like, took care of everything. 
and was like, it's okay. Yeah. Kids are kids. And Rosalie definitely has a personality and maybe everything's new. He's like, but maybe she's tired and she like, she'll be fine. Yeah. She was fine. She was fine. And then the next day she went to go brush her teeth and she was like, Nick, I'm not brushing my teeth. And he never told her to or anything like that. And he was just like, oh, funny. Well, maybe you should, you know, the tooth fairy comes to people that have clean teeth just trying to help out because she was still in her little bit of sassy mode and then she, i think she was testing him and he was like what if i get your mom to make you an ice cream waffle for breakfast and i was like do not bribe her she does not need this yeah like, we're not doing that but like they became best friends that's so funny they would literally go back and forth like just being spitfires towards yeah. each other so, so how, that was pretty cool, too. How but long will he, he be deployed? Uh, huh? How long will he be deployed? Nine months. Uh, I can't really say yeah. when he'll be back. Um, but he's been gone for a little bit now. I'll say deployment is definitely hard, and I am psychotic. Are you, like, ho- are y'all, like, holding out for when he gets back, or are you good to, like, date around a little bit if you want to date around a little bit? Uh, we were holding out, um, but to be, like, it's just very much, I think, he's, he's been with people that have had kids, but this is his first deployment. Yeah. And I've had a lot of, like, stuff and the changes in my life, and he's been there when, like, me and Grady don't get along and stuff. So, I know everything's new on him. And... I have been through this side of deployment before with Brendan. Yeah. So I know how it works. And if anybody listens to this that is in the military, I know I sound super judgmental and maybe I'm so wrong in this because, I mean, I'm not a military spouse. I don't know. Yeah. But he's not in Afghanistan because that's just not where he is. But when Brendan was deployed, he was. And where Nick is, he gets a little bit more access to normal things. He still has a lot and it is pretty crazy, but he gets access to more normal things. Yeah. And Brendan did literally in desert. So in my head, I'm like, well, you have it easier. Yeah. Which isn't probably the best thing to say to someone. Yeah. When they're deployed. So I am making things a little difficult right now and pushing him away at this time, but I don't know if that's just, like, a coping mechanism for me Yeah. or, I don't know. So, he, um, like, we still talk and everything, and, like, the whole plan was, and still is, but we just, I don't know, like, we're just trying to figure everything out yeah um so like i can if i want to talk to other people i can if yeah. i want to go wherever i can he obviously can't go do those things but i guess in some form online he can yeah have you gone on any uh, other dates or anything not really i'm like i'm obsessive when i get with people yeah <laughs> so i mean 
I will acknowledge other people sometimes. Yeah. But not all the time. And I'm just like, do I even really want to talk to anybody? Should I have gotten with somebody so fast after divorced? Probably not. But he, like, is he good to me? Could he be someone I potentially see myself with? Yes. Um, Or maybe this is just one of those things where, you know, you make some choices after you divorce. And it is in that time period. And we both have talked about that. But, like, we were very... It sounds silly, like it doesn't make sense, but we're, like, serious about things because I have kids. I feel like hearing you talk, like, just, like... I feel like your tone of voice also just, like, changes. I don't know. Like, hearing you talk about him and just, like, the first time he came over and, like, his encounter with the kids. I don't know. I feel like it, like, sparked something. Yeah. And I just think I don't need to be crazy and he doesn't need to be crazy. And I think deployment is hard. Yeah. Hold your crazy out a little bit, (laughs) Melanie. Right. (laughs) <laughs> I, I struggle with that. And, you know, social media, like, when all you have of the form of communication is, like, phone and social media. Yeah. It makes you very self-conscious on both ends. And if like, he has all course, these, like, I'm not, like, I did creep on his TikTok. And I don't know. Like, I was just, I'm, I don't know. Oh, I, he has a lot of female followers. Yes. And they're all, they always, like, comment on stuff. And I don't know. I was being yeah. nosy um, whenever, like, I saw you post him or whatever. But I was like, uh-oh. Like, yeah, I mean, he, I, I don't know. I don't know how I pull some of the people that I do sometimes, but. <laughs> you I, need to give like, yourself really more credit. I don't look at myself that way. Like, no, but you I, need to give yourself more credit. Maybe so, but I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I swear, I'm just like, oh my God, he's so attractive. Or, or honestly, with anybody, like if anybody not anybody, but, like, if I feel like somebody's attractive and they like me, I'm, like, why do you like me? I don't understand. Like, I'm crazy. I'm psychotic. <laughs> I I'm, have an alien-shaped head. Oh, my God. And <laughs> so I don't get it. But his whole thing is, like, Melanie, people pay for your jawline. And I'm, like, all right. Literally. Well, whatever I hated it my whole life so you could tell me this but I don't care but he has a lot of female followers and I've never really cared about that but now like the phase of deployment that we're in because it's been a little bit is very much like okay well we're stalking each other on everything oh gosh so he's probably seeing your pictures and your tank talks and he's probably just as like yeah (laughs) and that is a was a little bit of a thing and I was like I'm very much like an eye for an eye type person which is the same so I'm like are you a Virgo I forget when's your birthday yeah it's yes okay that's that's the Virgo in us I feel like because I've been very much like I don't know if you've listened to like my other episodes but I talked about how I am not really like like, I, I'm very intrigued by astrology, but I've never, like, looked into it as much as, like, right. other people have. But I've been, like, looking into it, and I feel like that's just the where I'm going. <laughs> I really do agree, and I'm just, like, I, I don't know, but I, that's how I am, and I know 
like I'm a pusher. I push people away. Yeah. I will self-sabotage. But I feel like other people self-sabotage as well. And like, I need, I'm not taking the full fault in this. I need reassurance. Like literally me and Shane have been together and married for seven years. But I still daily am like, do you love me? Are you sure you love me? Why do you love me? And he's like, I don't like, I'm like, I've had four C-sections. Like my body's not what it used to be. Uh, my face is like all broken out right now. And I'm just like. Do you, are you sure you still like me? And I just need that reassurance. I feel like for you not to be able to like see and talk to him as much and you're not getting the reassurance. And so like all these girls are still all over his social media and you're like, but you're not giving me the reassurance. I need to know that you're not messaging these girls also kind of thing. That's how I would be at least. That's how I am. But like, like, and a lot of them are like, middle-aged moms too. yeah so yeah I, i'm kind of like well you know what because i told him at one point i was like post you some thirst straps i don't care yeah i'm comment on them i am very like i'm all for it because i will gladly like that and be like yep let me just drool over you right now yeah uh let me put something spicy on there i don't yeah. care but i also am like all right well let me act normal a little bit. So I, I'm just very much right now, and he is as well. Like if since we're not near each other, it's just a typical. Like if you see something, it makes you wonder. Yeah, what's going on? And I mean, it's a newer relationship and everything. And even though we're grown and we've talked about like serious things, I've been through the deployment thing. He hasn't, and yeah. he's actually there. And I'm also like. Grady never like he wasn't big on social media so I, there wasn't much female interaction yeah. he was very mm, he was very loyal in that sense like you wouldn't catch him really liking other female stuff on social media yeah. anything and my thing is like he had TikTok before he got with me so like I can't say anything about that yeah and he was, I think, making money off of it, too. So, because of his following and everything. Yeah. But whatever. And I'm like, I know where you're coming home to, so I don't care. But now it's like you're not in front of me. So. Yeah. And then I would post certain stuff, but it was to get his attention. Yeah. And it looked like, which it makes sense, it looked like it was for everybody. Yeah. But I was like, no, like, I'm aiming it at you. And it wasn't very appreciated, which I do understand. Yeah. So now I'm kind of like, while we're figuring things out and everything, I will be respectful to someone on that. But again, like, to a certain degree, I paid for this, my boobs. I paid for whatever. Like, me being in a bathing suit, just because I have boobs now should not matter and I get it to a certain extent because like stuff is plunging like and I've asked him because you know I've had my like boudoir like lingerie yeah. shoot pictures but that was like before him and I told him I was like I get tagged in that for the company that did it in Clarksville like the yeah. lady that did it and I said so I'll be honest like I'm gonna post these yeah and if somebody does not want to see it or they don't want their person seeing it, I respect that and I understand that. But if I'm 
I remember when I first got with him, I was like, hey, you know, she reached out to me and wanted me to, because I'm on her, my picture is on her website, and I'm on her Instagram, and I'm on the private page, so she wanted to see if I would be able to tag her in it, which she didn't need me to, like, she's very well known, but, and I was like, just so you know, I have all different levels of pictures, so I've picked a few, can I send them to you? And you tell me what you would be most okay with. Yeah. I'm going to do it anyways, but I have chosen some things that would not be as revealing yeah. as what they could be. And, um, like, something where it's it's not like I was just posting it without tagging her in it or something. Yeah. But, like, he appreciated that. Yeah. But right now... I, he he did message me the other day, and he's like, I saw your TikTok, and I was like, what do you mean? And he just said, I saw you doing a little dance and shaking your butt. I was like, it wasn't bad. And <laughs> he, he was just like, Melanie? And I said, okay. Well, and he's not, like, controlling, but I can understand, like, being at a distance and everything. It's probably the same way you feel. Yeah. But... Opposite. I'm just stubborn. I just, I don't know. I have to learn how to be respectful, and I feel like I am, but... I feel like you're still, like, out. especially since, not that you were, like, locked down, but just you were with Grady for so long, and y'all got married, and y'all went through so much, like, you're kind of in your, like, just let me breathe, like, let Melanie out era, or phase... <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And I think he understands that. I think it's just all, like, distance yeah. that makes it difficult. Yeah. Because when he was here in person, like, when you have that interaction with people, like, you He's know, like, I don't care who else is looking at you because like, you're right here right. in front of me. Yeah. And, like, you're laying next to me at night on the weekends or... Yeah. I, like, you're being acknowledged. And he can't, like, he can't acknowledge me and I can't acknowledge him all the time right now. That's yeah. just an option due to work. So, I don't know. I, I we kind of just said, you know, we still plan on, depending on how this goes, you know, seeing how, what our plans that we've talked about, if those still occur when he gets back. Yeah. But, um, at this time, it's just really figuring out who we are in yeah. his military world and me just being a single mom a little bit longer or forever or whatever. So, like, he he's reached out and we talk and stuff, but we are just kind of doing our own thing. Like, yeah. we figured this might come in the deployment phase at some point. Yeah. And will he get stationed somewhere else? Um, he's here till 2025, and that was a thing, because that also has been a discussion, uh, because one, he's from out of state, and he may or may not stay in, and I was like, you know, I did move out of state with Jeremiah, but I don't think at this point in life now that Tyler would be as okay with it. Yeah. Although he doesn't have any custody, like... I know he would fight it this time. And in my custody papers with Rosalie, like, it's just very difficult. It would be very difficult for me to leave state. Yeah. And I'll be honest, Grady would never go for it. Ever. 
like yeah I would um I think in my custody papers with Chevy we have to live within like 50 miles of each other I think it's something like that and like it wasn't my plan to get with military so I was just like Uh, whatever and then that was a topic of discussion i was like look i'm gonna be honest if we were to be together in the future or really move forward with anything i cannot promise you that i would be able to go somewhere yeah it's like almost a deal breaker yeah and i'm like that will challenge you for sure in the military and i didn't know if you have kids or stepkids if you're stationed at Fort Campbell, if they're in school, you can request and stay in Fort Campbell. Like, they can't move you if you have kids in school. So you don't so, have to get married? Yeah, we would have had to. And I was like, but we can't, like, we're not, we can't do that. I got married within, which I wasn't, like, we got married very quickly. Chevy was, like, six months old. We were together for, like, five months and we got but whatever works for people i don't really yeah i'm like you don't know what they came from yeah and i just like he wants to move up because so he's 30 years old but he only got in a year ago yeah a year and a half ago so he's like lower rank oh yeah because he's so new in the military but that was a big issue because, like, he also wants to go to ranger school, and that was a conversation because that's months. Yeah. But I'm deployment, and it was almost a year. And I was just like, you know, if you – and that's at Fort Benning in Georgia. And I was like, if you came back and we were together and you wanted to do that, can you at least be here for a couple weeks and then go do that? Yeah. And the thing is, if you're a ranger, you're deployed more. But usually rangers are stationed at Fort Campbell or Fort Benning. A lot of them are. They're all over, but a lot of them are because they're airborne. So that makes it better. And um, I just asked him, I said, what would be your choices of areas where you would get transferred to if you were to get transferred? But I just flat out told him, I was like, I just don't know how that would go. Yeah. I don't want somebody to give up what they've wanted before me. But if you want me that bad, wonderful. And you want my kids in your life, that's perfect. And like there was this long, sweet message, but I self sabotage and I'm like, you need to really think about this. You're like, oh, sweet message. Let me revert you. <laughs> yeah, that's me. So like, I will literally, if somebody wants me, I don't believe it. And I will push them away. And I think <laughs> I will continue to do that until I work on myself. And that's still working. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to do if somebody actually like proposed, even yeah. if we talked about it like in that way. I just want to experience that one day, but I'll self sabotage it and be like, Are you sure? <laughs> that's kinda how Shane's was. Like we had talked about it, but the day it was happening, I literally had no clue it was happening. Like we went to um Opry Mills Mall, it was me, him, Chevy, Georgia Tyler, Madeline, I think that was it. Um, and then he had seen someone propose in front of, like, the big Christmas tree in Opryland. And I was like, that's so cute. And so that was his plan, but we had talked about getting married, and obviously, like, we're getting married quick because of the situation with Chevy. And so he actually proposed to me where the big tree usually is, but when the tree's not there, it's a water fountain. 
Mm-hmm. So, he proposed to me there, and it was so cute, and I had no clue it was coming. So, like, I loved that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, God, he really put thought into it, and he even had Georgia make, um, it's so like, he asked me, but he had Georgia make a onesie, and he held up Chevy, and it said, will you marry my Shane? And so, that was really cute, but, yeah, when he, he has, he's very romantic when he wants to be. He's gotten a little less romantic, um, the longer we're together, but. Yeah. <laughs> in the beginning like he was super romantic he also that. says like I f- also feel like I self-sabotage cause like he's he doesn't feel like things that he used to do were really appreciated but that was just my own insecurities being like why, being like why are you doing this for me I don't <laughs> but like secretly loving it but also sabotaging it <laughs> to this day Grady gets pissed because like, I'm not a jewelry person or anything. Yeah. And he bought me some nice jewelry. And, I mean, I was excited and stuff. But, like, he actually went to go pick that out and thought about it. And it had my birthstone and all that. And I was just like, what do I do with this? I don't wear yeah. jewelry. And when we were separating I may have taken all the jewelry that he got me and thrown it in the trash (laughs) and he may have gone and picked it up and gotten it out of the trash I don't know what he did with it but just like everything you were just like (laughs) yeah yeah oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little dramatic And I feel like I still didn't, like, like, well, I'll have to catch up more, like, after the fact, because yeah. you mentioned a lot of stuff, and I was like, oh, I need to get back to that, but I didn't get back to it. Okay. All right, girlies, that is all that we have. Um, make sure that you listened to part one and part two. Um, thank you, Melanie, for coming on, and if you guys haven't liked or followed us on Facebook or Instagram, it's at Girly Talk Podcast. Um, you can listen to us wherever you hear podcasts. Bye.